Welcome to the Edge Talk Radio Network, your weekly source for information, empowerment, and connection. The Edge Magazine and its advertisers bring you inspired interviews and conversation on learning and healing, on our sacred journey, and on topics that expand beyond time and space. Now, welcome today's host. Welcome to the Edge's Angels, Messengers of Light podcast. My name is Dagny Kwame Walters, and with me today is my daughter, Tracy, and I work with angels. We both do, actually. This is brought to you by the Edge magazine and uh, the source, Healing in Spirit, at divinefayape.com. You can see our ads in the Edge magazine for more information. Call in for a message from your angels. Angel messages address your personal path that you are on. Questions such as, will I get married soon, may not be addressed in your reading. Angel readings do not often address material concerns. They are more concerned with your connection to your angels. If you are caught up in a lot of negativity, a reading may not be possible because your guardian angel has withdrawn to a higher plane to escape that toxic lifestyle that you are in right now. So keep that in mind when you are interested in a reading. You can call in at 714-364-4750. Tonight we are talking about uh, the shift that's going on right now and that is increasing for 2017 and I see we have a caller on the line already. Hello. Hello. Yes, I just started listening. I don't have my hand up yet. I'm just trying to figure out what your show is about first. Oh, well, welcome to the show. Uh, Angels, Messengers of Light. We're going to talk about the uh, shift uh, that is going on, and everybody is talking about the uh, shift in the paradigm in the consciousness level and what that means, and the increase of that for 2017. We also give messages from uh, the angels for anyone that uh, is asking for a message. Um, well, I would love to listen to hear about the shift, and if there's time later, I would love to get an angel message, but I'm looking okay, forward great. to hearing about the shift. Okay. I'm going to talk first a little bit about my personal experience and, and how uh, that kind of occurs with uh, people, uh, many people. So um, please, if you'd like to hang on or if you would like to have a reading um I will, I'll go ahead and, and talk, and then I'll stop, and, and you can have a reading. How is that? That sounds wonderful. Thank you so much. Okay. Yeah, you're welcome. So starting this out, um, I work with Archangel Metatron. And so often we will have conversations about 3 in the morning, and this morning we had a conversation regarding the shift and talking about my experiences. And he felt that it was important that I share that and so that people would understand a little bit more about what that relates to. 
So um, when I was young, I experienced a feeling of spirit, and it filled me with an overwhelming uh, feeling of love that I never, ever forgot. But it wasn't time for me to get connected, so I needed to experience what life was about without living in spirit so that I could relate to other people and understand um, what the difficulties in life are. So when things settled down for me and life was less demanding, um, I had more quiet time and time for reflection. And that, of course, results in questions. So is this, it's questions like all there is with life. For me, um, who, who am I really? All my... Um, I only related to the roles I had played in life for in my jobs and in my personal life. So when your reflection begins, then the angels come closer and they are there for guiding and supporting in the process of self-examination and finding out who truly um, you are. The memory of that spirit encounter just came back to me again and again, and it was meant to be it was meant to instill a desire for connection when the time was right. So, was it possible to experience that love and closeness again? This is when introspection and connection um, and desire for connection increases. And it's not a quick process. It's a gradual awakening to the understanding of who I was. And for many people, it's a gradual awakening to the understanding of who they are. Do you have any, do you have a question that you'd like to ask? Uh, no, no, I don't. I'm just listening. Um, I've had some experiences too, and it's just, I'm, I'm glad to hear about others. Okay. Um, uh, you're welcome to share your experience if you'd like. Um, it's different from yours. Um, I had a dream that um, Mother Mary appeared to me. And ah. it was, it's, it's hard to explain, but um, I saw her there and I was grateful that she was there and I thanked her and so forth. And I told her, like, I forgot how I phrased, but, you know, I know I have to do this other thing. It was, and it was like more love emanated from her. It's like I was finally getting the whole idea that of unconditional love. I didn't have to do anything. I didn't have to do this. I didn't have to do that. I was just entitled right. to love because of, and it was my, I know that sounds strange, but it was like, I, it was my first, I guess, um, real experience with it feeling it on, on the receiver side. And it was like I finally understood what unconditional love was. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that, when, how long? Go ahead. It was, prob- it was probably 10 years ago, and it was early on my journey, early on okay. my spiritual journey. Yeah. And it was a low point in my life, and I think she was there to help me. I think we often have to reach that kind of low point in our life to – Start, start being, to be ready for that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did too. I do. 
So, um, how? So you were, and I think that it's always a journey. It's a continual journey. Yeah. You're always learning, and um, it certainly is uh, nice to know that you have that strength there and that love that is there for you. Yes. Um, let me. I have. I want to ask you uh, just a moment. Medtron is is. I have to write this down. I'm gonna. This is Tracy, her daughter, and um, I'm gonna give you a message from what I get. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I see that you are surrounded by either the color yellow or lots of gold. <laughs> it's my favorite um, color. I was just looking at paint swatches. I'm not joking, and I was supposed to be yellow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love um, yellow. I really do. Oh, good. Fantastic. Um, I see that it really is a good path for you, and I see that um, the sun also has a big part in your life. And that you Mm -hmm. walk, it's like you walk in the forefront of the sun. Hmm. And, you know, I'm trying to get an explanation as to what that means, the forefront. It's like the sun casts a shadow on you, Um. And it just, I don't know, maybe maybe your presence outside, out in the sun or something makes you happy. Mm-hmm. And um, I see like, almost like a fantasy type of environment, you know. Um, there's a unicorn here. So, I don't know, do you have ties in with the elementals? I probably do. Um I do consider myself um, earth-oriented, um, and I, I am interested in the environment and protection of the earth, and I do spend a lot of my time, like, I try to spend as much time as I can out in nature, walking in the woods, and I like having, feeling the sun. Um, unfortunately, I live in a big city, and I work all day in an office and take the subway, so I don't get out. Okay. So painting the yellow or the gold, even mixing in some gold with that will really help to rejuvenate you and connect yeah. you. I think that's great. I, um, I Thank you. You're welcome. Do you, um, do you spend any time with stones? I have some crystals, yes. Okay. Okay, because they will be an important part of your connecting as well. And, you know, you can expand on just, you know, any kind of stone that sticks out to you. I have a feeling that you're a natural at picking out those stones. I don't know about that. I just like old stones. I really do. Um, and if there's a particular stone I'm turned to, it's probably like the green ones. I have several green ones. It's just like, you know, I'll see a group and suddenly I just like the green ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm getting that you need to um, gravitate towards turquoise. Turquoise is actually, um, uh, we're in the time of Aquarius, as you know, and turquoise is a good stone for protection and um, 
connection during this time. Yeah, you can get a green turquoise. I have turquoise, turquoise. I'm not joking. About a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, I had a dream of triple-strand turquoise. And I shopped a little bit, didn't see anything like it. And then I finally stopped into a little shop, and there it was, and I bought it. Uh, and I, yeah, um, so I wear it every once in a while. But I do, it's a true turquoise color. Okay. Yeah, you can get green turquoise, too. That's very pretty. And yeah. um, has a real earthy look to it. I have some of that myself, along with the, the uh, true turquoise, called the blue. Um, mm-hmm. It uh, it's good to hear that you pay attention to your dreams, and that they are they are uh, relevant relevant to uh, what you are doing, and they're good for guiding you. So, uh, please continue to do that. I will, and I appreciate you taking the time to give me um, the reading. You're welcome. Yeah, and then there was one more thing that I was going to mention for you is that they're pointing out the symbol of the sun, which is a circle, and then it has a dot in the center of it. Okay. Hmm. Is that like the old Egyptian sign for it? (laughs) Yes, Yes. it is. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I was just going to comment on it like an Egyptian symbol. Yes. Okay, now I'll, I'll keep that in mind. Yeah, they're they're very happy when they talk about this that you know of what I tell you because it it will all make sense and you'll you'll feel the change yourself. Yeah. No, I um I think everything you brought up has hit something in my life. So I am very grateful for the reading. It's uh, this is just not out of the blue stuff. Yeah. No, yeah. So it was nice talking to you. What was your first name again? It's Ellen, and it was very nice talking to the both of you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It was nice Nice. talking to you. Um, Be sure to continue to listen, and uh, we also have a podcast on the third Thursday of the month called The Mysticologist. So we'll continue our conversation then. Great, thank, thank you. So you. Much. I look forward to the rest of the show. Thanks. Yes, yeah. yeah, thank you. Have a good night. Good night. Okay, so um, uh, getting back to the introspection and connection, it's just not a quick process. Um, some people maybe a little can get on their path a little faster than others. It depends on circumstances, too, and how um, really focused they are. But people need time. I needed time to accept the fact that I I could reconnect to spirit despite ignoring uh, Father Creator for a long time in my life. And uh, so I need that time to, to accept that. And I had to forgive myself and others. And a process, that's a process that's not easy, but necessary. It's necessary to order in order to move on and reap the benefits and rewards and get rid of your emotion, your negative emotional feelings that you have kept 
for all those years. Now this is, you know, this is something that, you know, you talk about how you've ignored, you know, Father Creator in the calling, you know, in that aspect and stuff. And, you know, for me, I kept searching. You know, I went to many different churches and stuff, yeah. and, and nobody could answer my questions as far as what I had. And I kept asking myself about each congregation type that I went to, I was like, well, why did they do things this way? Why is it done that way? Nothing made any sense to me, and I was still bothered by it. You know, and then I would start getting involved in the activities that they had in there, and I never finished anything. I just, I was like, just done. And I'm like, I don't know what's wrong with me, but I'm just leaving. I'm done. And I never went back. You, you were know. finding what you needed. Right. Well, uh, that's why I I quit the church when I was 19 because I wasn't finding I found hypocrisy and uh, people that couldn't relate to me and understand uh, they weren't open to, they had a closed mind, and I couldn't relate to that. Um, So then when I left the church, though, then that is how I felt that um, I was not ever, um, that I, I was not ever going to have that relationship, probably, because I left that church. They had that so ingrained in me. Mm-hmm. So that was part of that, too, getting over that, that that was not true. So I think there are a lot of people out there that, that have gone through that. I I cannot probably be the only one. Well, I mean, you don't find as many people involved in the church as you did when I was growing up and when you were growing up. There's not as many people involved, unless it's, just a family thing where they just go during weddings, funerals, holidays, you know, Mother's Day, that kind of thing. But I don't, I don't think that a lot of people are actually even given it a thought of even going. You know, it's, I think some people may be going to start, you know, now to look for answers and search for answers of everything that's going on with the shift maybe, you know. So they may be starting their journey and finding different kinds of churches is all different kinds of churches now so different types but you know it's still a matter of you know questioning is this the right place for me do I belong here am I going to get answers who's going to help me mm-hmm. you know why am I feeling this way a lot of things to think about when you're going through this shift well there is I mean it's it's the fact that you there's got to be more to life than than what you see out there, than buying a new TV or buying, um, you know, going to the movies or or uh, all of the things that were expect that society has put on us as far as expectations go that are so materialistic. So uh, people are are not fit, not satisfied with that any longer. They're, they're feeling there's got to be more. And uh, following the, what the government and other institutions have done that are supposed to be the caretakers for us and for our properties and that, and we find that they have, are failing in that tremendously, and especially in the environmental issues and uh, economy issues. Um, there's a real lack of trust out there now. So people really need something to, they need to get back to understanding 
who they really are and what their real connection is, that it is not to, uh, is not to the institutions, but to Father Creator or the Spirit. Well, it's really hard for someone to be able to understand that, though, when they're living the materialistic life because of the demands, the stress, you know, punching a time clock every day in and day out. I mean, it's really difficult to be able to say, okay, this part of me goes to work and pays the bills. Yet this part of me is driven to follow my spirit, you know. So it's it's really difficult, and it feels like after a while you're just carrying this big backpack on your back, and it's like it's all your burdens of material aspects of what's expected of you every day to be able to participate in the environment that you live in. Our system is kind of made up, and we've fallen along in it as to keeping you really busy. You know, people have to work two jobs sometimes. They have children. They want, they need to, um, they have cars. They need to take care of all this stuff. They need to pay bills. They have to get groceries. And they're so busy and wore out that they don't have time to sit back and reflect on life itself for them and for their loved ones. So, and really, what's the value in the system that they're caught up in? So I think that is the other part of that. And that is, also falls into the fear factor that now is so out there and rampant um, with the political chaos that we've been through and going to continue to go through. So, Yeah, it is really difficult to be able to separate yourself and stuff like that. But, you know, at nighttime for me, it's just, you know, no TV, it's just quiet. It's nice to hear nothing. Believe it or not, I appreciate the nothing in, in um, you know, just being quiet. You know, I actually hear a lot going on, even though, it's, you know, there's nothing electronic on. Mm-hmm. I still hear the, you know, the sounds. You know, I hear music. I hear, you know, uh, the guides coming through, you know, or whatever it is, you know. I hear I hear things, so yeah. <laughs> it's nice to hear those things, you know, to know that it's, you know, it's okay and there is existence outside of going to work every day and paying the bills, you know. So, you know, I just ask that my backpack, my burdens be lifted from me every day, you know. It's a reminder that it should be removed every day and that includes my stressors, my worries. I mean, you ask for it and, you know, Pretty soon you notice that you feel lighter, you feel better, those things start to go away, you don't pay so much attention to them, you kind of get more into the moment of, okay, you know, this is, you know, it's understandable that we have to go to work and we have to pay our bills because we have to pay for our shelter and transportation, but they understand that up there and that it's the way of life, but, you know, to be able to separate that, it takes a while. To be able to really figure out what works for you and releasing that every day, you know. I mean, I think creator every morning, you know, bless the day, that kind of thing. And then at nighttime, I thank them for all the opportunities that I had for the day. You know, the opportunity to make money to have food, 
you know, things like that, transportation, gas, whatever it is, because without it, I have nothing. Um, true. I I guess I I I guess my point was more that people are are kept so busy mm-hmm. because of uh, the stress of having to some have the stress of having to keep up with the latest fashion, the latest this or that. Um, you know, so and so got a new car. You know, we need to really think about getting a new car. That kind of thing. But that continual stress of of um, needing to be like others, uh, it can it causes more stress, and it also puts you into debt. And this is where you become almost you become a slave to to the um, the system. The system. Thank you. I was going to say institutions, but system is a much better word. Mm-hmm. A slave to the system because you're always kept in that fear of this or that. You're kept in debt. You're kept tired um, because you're so busy trying to live. And what you think you're living in, whatever you think you're living in, but... Um, so I think that is part of, I think that's a big, big part. And that has been proven through history that if you can keep people in fear, you can control them. And because they they are going to be afraid of their neighbor, they're going to be afraid of um, someone in a different culture, and they're going to be afraid to even speak to an, a stranger. All those things keep people apart and keep them divided. And so therefore... Not, no positive thing, no positive movement can happen. We've seen a different side of that with the Standing Rock, uh, where people have come together to uh, support the natives in their standing up to the pipeline crisis out there, and how many people came together from around the world for that. And that is a, that is going beyond that being divided. It is coming together. And that's the only way positive change happens is when people come together. And it has to be people that do it. It has to be the people that, that make that change. We can't rely on the system to make those changes. It's too integrated with... Um, it's it's just not it's not functioning anymore, and you've got a lot of people that are you know, caught up in the greed, and the power, and the the single-minded look at what needs what they want, not for the people anymore. So that's the problem we have nowadays, I think, and I think that's part of the reason why the shift is happening, is it's time for people to realize there's more to life than than uh, being on the the, the uh, kind of the, I want to think of what are those exercise machines where you just um, get on and walk. Treadmill. Treadmill, yeah. Sorry, I'm lacking words here. 
But, yeah, being on a treadmill for life. Well, they're never going to be satisfied because they're not appreciating or, you know, finding gratitude and stuff in, in what they have. They just keep going and going and going and going and, you know, demands. They have their demands and then they fit the needs of the demands of the market out there when buying things to be like the Jones next door or whatever. So, well, the shift, the paradigm shift, the shift is not going to, uh, it isn't going to um, create this need in everyone to to look within and realize what really is most, is more important and what your purpose here is um, being here and then that kind of thing, it's, it's going to take, it's not going to affect everybody. Not but in that way. Do you think that the, with the awakening with the big moon that we had, I mean, do you think that people are feeling the shift because of the, the moon that we had last month? Or do you think that that's adding to the process of, of that shift for it, people? It is part of that, yes. Yeah, yeah, it is. I'm getting that that it is part of that bringing it in. We're going to see a lot of signs and symbols that you know these things haven't happened for hundreds of years, or you'll never see this for another hundreds of years, and that kind of thing that are here to tell us that now is a special time and a special time on Earth for mankind, and now is the time for people to come together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were talking about some of the, you know, the events that are going on in 2017, but, you know, if you add up the numbers 7, 1, and 2, which is which gives you 10, which is 1 and 0, which is the alpha and the omega, the ending and the beginning. So lots of endings and lots of beginnings. So it's going to be interesting to see what's going to be, you know, starting to end or ending and what is the new beginning, you know. So what can people expect with something like that? It's hard to say anything could happen. I mean, it just depends on that person's perspective and their choice, you know, of free will, right? you know, of what their understanding is going to be and what they're willing to accept as far as what's ending and what's beginning, um, right, and in a lot of areas now, things are coming out, like ancient history, you get all this information that it was there a long time ago, it's just that people ignored it, um, didn't understand it, wasn't relevant, blah, blah, blah. It's all coming out now, and you're saying, wow, this this culture was there in Mesopotamia or in Egypt or so long ago, and they were... We're working on um, evolving consciousness back then, and um, and the the realization that the science scientists are are finding in regards to space and in regards to that they have proven that after when a person passes away that their consciousness survives. They've they've proven that they have there has to be a universal consciousness which we are all a part of and we are all one. So once we start looking at each other as part of the one, which is 
the, also the other part of the shift when you say uh, it's a year of one in the numerology it comes up to a one year it's a year of beginnings and it's a year of people realizing that we are one and we are all of the one in the oneness so when we reincarnate people reincarnate and come down here they come down here in different colors they take they come in they they may be black white um pan they doesn't mean that they were that color in their past life doesn't mean they were that religion in their past life they came down and maybe came down as jewish this time or catholic or or um, atheist it's all an experience and and there is no color when in the oneness of consciousness so <laughs> this is why the shift is happening now and it's so significant to the survival of earth and mankind it allows people to see beyond the negative propagandas and see their fellow man as they truly are. That um, we can remove the judgments due to differences and see the commonalities in each other. And that's on the rise, and that is part of the shift. And this is something that needs to happen. I think that's very important that you say that because I think that people will start to, you know, like the indigenous people around the world are coming together for Standing Rock, you know, so you're starting to see that oneness, you know, coming in. And you're starting to see not only with them, but you're starting to see other people who who care and have compassion about not only the water system, but the ancestral lands that are involved, you know. So, but then you have those who, you know, want to cause trouble with it. So it's, it's, it's not... It's not, there's not going to be like this happy medium. It's either going to be you're on one side or you're on the other, period. You know, you can't stand in the middle of something like this. So it's a oneness that goes on both sides. So this is the, is it the time of battle between good and evil on something like this, you know, to, to be able to understand the real division there. It's one side or the other, you know. And some people are, are changing their minds, you know, that we're, fighting against the protesters, you know, they've changed their minds now and they've come to the other side, you know, so they're starting to say enough is enough. This doesn't make any sense to me why we're fighting for this when I feel on this side, I got to go to this side Mm -hmm. and be a protester and stand up for the rights of the indigenous people, their land, the water, the environment, um, the effects, the cause and effects of everything that could happen if this pipeline breaks. How many people does it affect? You know, the ecosystem, everything. Whoops. Um, what do you think? Uh, I'm speaking to the audience. What do you think? Are we? Are you part of the shift now? Are you changing how you view things? Are you feeling uh, closer to your inner self? Uh, give us a call. Our number is 714-364-4750. If you'd like a reading, an angel reading, we'd love to give you that also. We'd love to hear from you and your what your feelings are on this shift and 
what the year 2017 is going to bring for us. Uh, at this time, I think it'd be good to mention that we, uh, my daughter and I, are do classes and our healing and spirit classes are guided by the angels we work with. These classes are based on the need for all to understand who they are and how to free themselves from the fears and negative emotions that are part of life today. We believe that healing starts from within, and that is how we present our classes. We work with the angels, spirit, and universal energy. If you are looking to get in touch with your inner self, connect with your angel, or receive the gift of healing, go to our website, www.divinefeyh.com for more information. Our website address is going to change shortly. It will be www.thesourcehealing. No, the source in spirit. Oh, source and healing in spirit. Sorry the about that. Spirit.com. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's going to be changing soon. Um, you can also go to the edgemagazine.net and see our ads there and articles and uh, get, see our other podcasts also. We do classes available on Skype Sides uh, Classroom. So please, if you're interested, uh, get in touch with us through our website. And also the other thing is on our website, we have articles out there. So if you are searching for um, maybe some questions, you know, with the shift or you know, just kind of tapping into um, what changes you're going through and stuff. We do have a lot of great articles out there. Um, and also we have the Mysticologist Show, which we're going to do part two um, next Thursday, the 15th at 8 p.m. Central time. Um, and also to go back to our classes, our classes are $125 for first, second, and third. Um, $125 a piece, first, second, or third. We also offer a scholarship for the first class only. Um, and then um, our first cl- our class uh, we'll have on January 8th, which is a Sunday from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. So that will be the class that we are going to be starting up with for the new year. So, and also... It's a good time to get a treatment. Yeah, it is. Uh, a lot of people are in the hustle and bustle of, you know, giving and getting and having to buy and the demands of, you know, who wants what and going out there and shopping online and in the stores. They used to live out in Ian Prairie. Boy, I tell you, we we stayed as far as way as far as as far away as we could from the mall. I mean, we were six blocks from the mall. It was just crazy out there. So. A lot of money floating around there, so they started their shopping early. <laughs> We're, we are in the Twin Cities area, uh, Minnesota, by the way, for those of you that are out of state. But we do uh, have Skype mm-hmm. for classes, and we do. you can uh, read uh, some of our articles and get in touch with us by way of our website also. We also will do readings, and you can get in touch with us on our website that also. Yeah, and we do a di- couple different kinds of readings. Yeah. Mom and Archangel Metatron 
can give you a reading. Um, also with your guardian angel, what your guardian angel wants you to know. And um, I also do uh, like card readings that are based off of the symbols that I pick up on the cards of what you're to know. And those are $35 for the session. Yeah, 35 We don't believe in charging um, exuberant prices, but only what we feel is fair and, and what we're guided to charge. Yes. So I was asked Metatron for his opinion. <laughs> um, if I don't, he'll give it to me anyway. But <laughs> um, so I do, uh, I'm, I, work a lot with Metatron and we write, uh, write a lot of articles and have a lot of discussion. He leads me to read certain things so that I can brush up on, on things that are uh, important in uh, the world that we live in. And thank you for being retired so you can do that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. He uh, Getting up at 3 or 3.30 in the morning to uh, start reading and, and writing is not exactly what I could do if I were working. So <laughs> it, it is another reason why I waited for it was a while before I could connect, I think. so. But it's a, a great, um, it's a great uh, thing to, to experience. It was, it was weird at first because it was sort of like I was living um, – two separate lives. It was sort of like I had a secret because it was not something that I felt comfortable about talking about well, at the time. Yeah, you're living with someone who doesn't understand. Right. And so that can be very complicated. Well, my husband, who um, didn't, didn't understand and had worked in psychiatry all his life practically, of course, was wondering what voices I was hearing. <laughs> <laughs> and how do you know this voice is who you say it is? So we had some rough times there for a while, and and, and I had to um, establish that for myself also, and with guidance I did. It's a learning experience. So any of you that are out there that are experiencing some of the similar things, feel free to call and... and um, Ask us for any ask us for any advice along that way, or share your story, or share your story. Absolutely. I think it was the last episode that we talked about with uh, what it was like to be a child with abilities, and you know how you engaged with the angels, and how I engaged with my guides, and how my children are both gifted children that we've all got our own thing going here. Yeah. You know, we're all gifted in many different ways, and we're all just totally separate, but yet, you know, we're still a family, you know, but it's, each one of us is so different from the other. That's true, because Tracy will tell me this or that, and while you get to look at it this way, and I'm going, I I would love to be, but it's not how I see things or I experience it. She experiences things differently. She sees and hears more I than I do my my. Uh, destiny here was to be connected to Archangel Metatron and, and uh, Michael and to write and to be a, a guide and a teacher in that respect and not to see 
spirits. Not that I don't run into them, which I literally did this morning. When I <laughs> I took a little nap and I got up quickly cause to to go to the restroom and I ran right into a bunch of spirits that were um, wishing to go to the light. So I literally did run into a, a pack this morning. So. Yeah, it was a couple of days ago that I experienced a lot of spirit activity. Yeah, you know, and I don't know what it was, but it was a couple. Yeah. Well, at first I thought it was Metatron just like coming in close to me or something, and and I'm going, what's the deal here? <laughs> yeah, but I was in such a hurry to get to where I was going that, um, and then then he said, no, it's not me, and I go, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, but. Um, that's kind of that's an experience that you know. Then you, I call him Archangel Michael, or I could send them off to the light too. But I call him Archangel Michael. I think he, it's nice that he shepherds them up um, and and uh, brings them to the light. It helps. He helps them to be able to gain an understanding yeah. as to why they're leaving and and you know, that it's important for them to go to the light yeah. and that he's there to protect them along their way because in that realm is, it can be pre- pretty frightening, you know, for people who aren't aware that they're not supposed to be there. Yeah, right. <laughs> so who do they trust? You know, if they're not familiar with an archangel because they were an atheist, you know, how are they going to know that this archangel is going to, you know, take them to the right place? You know, so but at any rate, I think it's great that, you know, you call upon him and anybody can call upon Archangel Michael to, right. you know, to help them, you know, with the spirits or to, you know, um, he's a warrior, so, <laughs> you know, he comes through as a purple purple orb. It's more like a violet, purplish color, you know. It's real pretty. Well, I painted his portrait. Mm-hmm. Of course, he... Um, I wasn't allowed to put a face to it, but um, yeah, that was fun. It was through guidance, and that was fun. It was a gift for uh, the person that uh, did a lot for me in in teaching me how to um, how to connect mm-hmm. and connect safely, and how to know where I was at. So it was a nice gift for her. Um, Getting back to the shift a little bit more, that we it isn't just 2017 that this is occurring. It has been occurring. It has been occurring for about 10 years. It's just been one of those things that's gradually been building. So this past year, you heard a lot about the raising of consciousness. That's part of that shift. And um, that's going to continue. People are going to be looking inward they're going to be feeling that they need something more than what there is in life and that their purpose here is more than what they're doing. So the other part of that is that we have a lot of people here that have reincarnated to this earth for this time. They didn't have to reincarnate. They were beyond the reincarnate realm. And if I should probably clarify that a little bit so people understand it, but the first five realms in the heaven, in the divine realms, are the incarnate realms. You can say dimensions if you like, 
um, realms is what I refer to them as. And those five realms are where um, the souls would reincarnate. Uh, the fifth realm is the higher realm, and those don't reincarnate as easily. And those are where a lot of psychics find their guides is on the fifth realm. But they also are in the process of um, moving on up into the non-incarnate realms because as we raise our vibration, they, they do. It helps them because that's what they're working on to move further up. Um, and being but, that we work with archangels and angels yeah. directly, we don't have to worry about losing our guide because they've gone to the next level. That's right. That's so, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. So, um, so a lot of, uh, but there are a lot of people down here that have been down here very few times that have, are from the very higher realms, and they are down here specifically for this time and in uh, with Earth and mankind and trying to help them raise their vibration and get in tune with themselves and realize who they truly are. And by that, who you truly are, that you're a, a soul with a body, not a body with a soul. So that you realize that you're down here for a stint and then you go back. You go back to your place of origin. And we always uh, miss that because it has that unconditional love that she, Ellen was talking about, feeling from uh, Mother Mary when she came down to uh, assure her that unconditional love. And that is the only place you're going to find it is up above. And they do share it with us some, but it's beautiful. But we are not capable of giving unconditional love here. Um, up there we can. And we're used to be living in it. So it's something that people are going to start feeling that need again for that. And that little spark in our soul. Well, remember, all you have to do is ask. That's true. And the angels come, and the angels and spirit come closer to help you in that. So if you start sweating, don't panic. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, you know, I I feel it buzzy. Yes, yes. If you start feeling sensations, yes. Um, I kept getting. It was so funny. I kept getting. I thought I was having hot flashes still, and I thought, what are these going away? But my hot flashes were starting at the top of my head and moving down, and. Uh, your physical hot flashes start in your abdomen and move up. And I just hadn't, didn't realize that. I mean, Tracy said, Mom, it's energy. They're trying to get hold of you, get your attention. I go, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and they were. So there are times when that, if you feel that heat starting at your head and coming down, they're trying to get your attention. If you have, a, yeah, a little fluttering sensation or if you will find signs of if you ask for a sign give me a feather where where usually a feather would not be or something like that 
ask for it. Then you have to be aware and look for it. It could be a feather on a sign. It could be a feather on a big poster. But if you notice that that's your feather. But you can't, you can't be disappointed because you're looking so hard, you know, because then you lose sight of it. You know, you have to... Be, you have to learn to be in the moment, you know. I mean, I when I was over at your house one day, there was no feather in the driveway because I would have saw a feather because I collect them myself. But when I came out, because of the landscaping that you have, you had all those rocks that were, you know, kind of set in the landscaping. They're about 10 feet high right there. I come out, and there's a big, long crow's feather sticking right out of them. Yeah, and I'm like, that wasn't there. I would have saw that. Who put somebody, that there? Somebody shoved <laughs> it right into the into the landscaping brick. Yeah, yeah. So that was an obvious sign to grab that. But yeah. you know, I've had people pick up feathers for me, and I'd say, no, that's that's for you. You know, you found that feather. And my one friend, I said, you need to stick it in your truck because the the crow will protect you. So I said that's a feather from a crow. And he says, my gosh, he says, my truck just, <laughs> you know, it lasted until I could get it into the shop to get it fixed and stuff. And he says, I really think that worked, you know, and all this. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's a matter of what stands out to you. I mean, when it's there, you'll notice it. Um, and so it's, it's important to pay attention to the signs, but not only to, to symbolic signs, you know, um, also what when you meet someone, or what something says, because angels can come through other people and give you um, the words of wisdom yep, that you're to hear. Mm-hmm. So pay attention. That's right. You know, and, you know, I try to put the electronics away and turn them off and be done with them for a while and right. just kind of ease away from everything, you know, and that quiet time to listen to. Um, yeah, you yeah, and you may be... Uh, all of a sudden having a conversation with somebody and you have this urge to t- say something. And um, I get this uh, often. And and it's kind of off the subject, but I need to, you know, I have a feeling I need to say this. And it's exactly what they needed to hear because it was something that had been on their mind all week. So those things happen. Yeah. And this is, these are things that you definitely need to review yourself as you face your future, um, because if you're in part of this shift and you're starting to explore and open up, you know, to what's going on around you, you know, um, the more that you pay attention to what's going on, the signs and how you feel and what you're experiencing, paying attention to vibrations or colors or whatever is standing out to you, that's your your future that you're looking for, mm-hmm. you know. So the more that you tune into it, the more that you can learn to decipher and discover what it is. I've had an encrypted message that took me years to figure out. <laughs> I got that from a psychic, and she's like, I've never had this before, you know. So, you know, it took me years. And I'm like, as soon as I thought I got a part of it, and I'm like, no, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you know, so it's taken me a while to figure it out. And one part I'm still trying to figure out, but I think I got most of it. And that was in 2010. So, but it, it's going to be, it, once you start tapping into that, you're going to find that it's exciting, that it's like you're putting yourself on this adventure to follow this path that you're just, you know, unsure of. But just to know that you can, 
if it's a good path, it, you know, you can trust it. You know, if you don't feel that it's good, then then you, you know, should ask or try and, you know, get clarification. Am I supposed to be going down this path? Is this person supposed to be a part of my life? Am I supposed to talk to that person at the bus stop or wherever you're at? You know, I mean, Mom and I, we both walk around the store and we're talking to each other. Well, I'm not talking to you. I mean, I don't go shopping with you very much, but I'm talking to my guides. And I'm like, I know you're excited about going over to the toys, you know, or something. I mean, it's like, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know I was at Walmart um, yes, the other day to pick up, um, yesterday, to pick up eyeglass wipes. So then um, Metatron's going, oh, you need to go over here, go over here, go over here. And and he guides me over to, oh, yeah, I needed um, printer because uh, that's oh, ink. ink for my printer. I had totally forgotten. And, you know, of course, so I got to, as I picked them up so I could print off things. That happens, you know. But he wants me to talk about the lanterns. And do we have time? I don't know. Uh, we have about two minutes okay. left. So, again, to remind everybody to go to our website, divinefey 8 Dot com, which will be soon changing to the source and spirit.com for classes, articles. You know, you're the angelologist, I'm the mysticologist. Uh, we're going to continue this podcast on the mysticologist show next Thursday at 8 o'clock uh, Central Time. And uh, don't forget, we do do readings $35. And okay, finish with the last Okay. So it was, it was um, I have been uh, with a friend and came home and went out on the deck. It was just, it's November. It's usually chilly, but last year it was beautiful and sat out on the deck for a little bit in the sun and decided to have a glass of wine. And I'm sitting there, just one, sitting there looking over the, we have a split deck, so I'm up higher and could see over the rooftop of our house. And here comes some little light coming across just, and I, I realized they were like little lanterns and one was red. And I said, look, and my husband said, look, look at those. And they got just to a certain part and they disappeared. <laughs> and I get this happy birthday day. <laughs> and I go, oh, well, that was pretty a wow moment. That was just, just this year. Last year. I thought, it was just, I thought it was this year. You got something else. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, thanks for joining us. And um, we'll, we'll talk again. Uh, on the mysticologist and finish up discussion about the shift and the times and how they're changing. Yeah, and if you you know come across something and you want to give us a call on that on that podcast as well, give us a call. We're looking forward to hearing from you. So this time we'll talk a little bit more about the battle uh, of between good and evil. Yeah, uh, and we'll finish up facing how to face your future and how to deal with that kind of change and signs to expect. Right. So, all right. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you, Ellen, for calling in. Have have a good day. And have fun Tomorrow. painting yellow. Yeah. <laughs> good night. Good night. Say good night, Gracie. Yeah. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>